Children of Jimmy podcast world contains explicit language that is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Yo, what's up? Before we get started here today, I just want to make sure that you are aware of JimmyPodcastWorld.com. That is JimmyPodcastWorld.com. In JimmyPodcastWorld.com, you can check out a lot of things. We have merchandise there that we have stuff for sale. Help support the program that way. What other ways can you help support the program? Are you an Amazon a buyer? I know you are. Are you an Amazon Prime person? If not, you should be. And if you are, great. One thing you can do to help support this program is click that Amazon banner. When you click that Amazon banner and you go through there, they kick a couple pennies our way. Um, I can't tell you how crucial uh, Amazon Prime has been for me personally and also as far as getting this podcast up and running. So please check out Amazon Prime or please be an Amazon Prime member, Amazon.com. Uh, uh, click our banner to help us out. A lot of people ask how they can support the program. That's one of the ways. Another way that you can help support the program, if you're listening through this on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, iHeartRadio, SoundCloud, all of those places have shareable links. Share that out. When you're listening to the podcast, click uh, it's usually the little three dots. Click the little three dots and share that out with everyone. Uh, on uh, JimmyPodcastWorld.com, we have pictures uh, of recent podcasts that we've done. You can click through those. Uh, we have a blog on there. Uh, we'll be updating that soon. We have a live Twitter feed on there as well. Uh, you'll be able to check out Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok, YouTube, Twitter, as I mentioned, Facebook, um, all the social media accounts that I'm on. Twitch is on there as well. That's right. We're on Twitch, baby. Uh, check that out. Thank you for the love and support. Um, without further ado, give me sports. Give me tacos. Give me the world. Jimmy Podcast World. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Jimmy Podcast World episode number 10. We obviously have way more episodes than that at this point, but this is uh, I, what I've decided to do is uh, the MMA episodes. I've decided to make them their own thing. Uh, it's a huge focus on our podcast, so I made it its own episode count. Uh, anything on the uh, show that takes up uh, a good amount of focus and uh, space on our podcast uh, is deserving of its own uh, episode count. Um, obviously, I have an overall count and stuff like that, but uh, MMA is his own thing. A uh, couple of other ongoing series on the podcast, uh, Coming to America, um, where I interview people and their incredible stories on Coming to America. Uh, if that ever gets uh, to a certain amount, I, I will then give it its own count. Uh, if I notice there is a consistency in me doing them and there is a continued uh, need and want for those and, and the people available and willing to come forward with their story. But nonetheless, episode 10. And what are we doing here today? We are reviewing episodes 7 and 8 of The Last Dance the story on the Chicago Bulls and the 97-98 season. And I want to just kind of briefly touch on a couple things. Um, this episode will have so much language. Uh, it uh, might um, get a few people riled up. But I think we can get through this okay. 
This might be an episode that might get me in trouble. But I want to start off with something I just said uh, a few seconds ago. The story on the Chicago Bulls 97-98 season. They've done a lot of They've done a lot of going back and forth, right? Like they they've they've uh um they've looked back at at uh, early seasons, early Jordan stuff, but they haven't really done a whole lot of covering everybody else. I thought this was a documentary on the um, Chicago Bulls. Have they called it Jordan's Last Dance? And then and then said something like, "Oh, well, this is what Phil Jackson called the last season of the Chicago Bulls, where they were all together." Be like, "Oh, that makes sense. That's where they took that from." And then they went, they had Jordan, so they took Jordan and and they pretty much made something about Jordan, and they covered some of his teammates. They covered some of his rivalries. They covered some of his off-the-field issues, off-the-field successes, and so on. It would have been a lot better. Now, I've done one thing this entire pod, the podcast series uh, on The Last Dance. Uh, I did say at the beginning, uh, and I continue to say now that, that my comments, both constructive and negative, about this uh, series have all been kept within the series. I have yet to mention that, oh, look at uh, Jordan episode five where he did this. Yeah, LeBron had more assists. Episode two where Jordan did that. Yeah, LeBron had a better shooting percentage. More rebounds. Played with inferior coaching, inferior players, against inferior competition. I have not done that. And we're almost there, folks. We're almost at the end. I promise you, somewhere down the line, let's just say about a month from now, month and a half maybe, maybe even a little more, I'll release my own series and state my own case as to why I continue to say LeBron's the greatest basketball player of all time. But for now... We're talking about Jordan the GOAT in this in this historical period. For now, we're talking about the documentary and everything in it. So when I give any feedback on it, uh, any comments on the Bulls, on Jordan, Phil, Kraus, Ryan Storm, anybody, it's warranted because that is what I'm interpreting. I said it from the beginning that I wasn't going to make this about anybody else or all oh, like, look, this is why he's not as good as you guys think he is. But a lot of you, when I announced I was doing this, a lot of you jumped out, jumped on me on Facebook, sent me text messages going like, oh, here we go. We're going to hear you bash on Jordan. And I have not done that in terms of him as a player versus other players, a LeBron, a Kobe, and so on. If you want to consider what I'm doing, uh, bashing or hating, what can I do about it? That is your, how about this? That's your interpretation of my interpretation of the last dance. 
Hey, you don't like you don't like the truth? Go listen to ESPN. Not only is this documentary One Big Jordan Suckfest, but it continues to be after the show with takes from people, Rappaport and, and whoever else got burned by Jordan, Charles Barkley, Steve Kerr, some of the ESPN talent, Stephen A. Smith. I'm not doing that. I'm going to give it to you as straight as best as possible. They say sometimes the truth hurts. A lot of y'all acting like I'm telling you there's no Santa Claus. Like Titanic just came out in theaters. and I'm like, dude, it's crazy. I wonder how they're going to show the, the boat sank. And then you get pissed off because the spoiler. I'm only telling you the truth. Not a personal opinion. What I'm interpreting. The documentary series I've said has been great. I'm not learning a whole lot new. But there's stuff that I'm like, oh shit, I almost forgot about that. Or I didn't even think about that since then. But like new, new, like new, new, like, like I, like this is the first time ever. There's been a handful of things. But we're all aware of the bad boy Pistons. We're all aware of Jordan's first three-peat, his retirement, his father dying, Pippen refusing to come into the game, Pippen, uh, Pippen's contract, which I forgot about. Um, You almost forget on how good some of the players were. But you knew all that. Space Jam, you knew about that. 72 win season, you've recently heard about that with the Golden State Warriors um, surpassing that, although not winning a title that year. The pretty cool stuff was like the BJ Armstrong moments that they talked about. The Gary Payton segment was pretty cool. The one thing that I am glad at that I'm like, damn, here we go. Oh, shit. I am about to eat my words. Was when they talked about uh, Jordan retiring and his dad and, uh, you know, his dad being executed. That to me, I'm like, oh, man, here we go. Oh, shit. We're, we're, we're about to get into some stuff. Now. I wasn't expecting them to, like, do some intense investigative journalism and say shit like, there is reason to suspect that Jordan's dad was killed because of Jordan's gambling issues, because he gambled with a known drug dealer and owed $60,000 just to that guy. Probably owed more to other people as well. That had a huge, that continues to be a gambling addict. Or, or the fact that it's, it's, it's possible. I'm not saying that it it is, but I'm saying, think about this. 
I'm saying it's possible that Jordan was asked to take a little leave of absence, a furlough, a floating holiday. Was probably, you know, told by maybe some execs in the Bulls office, some execs at Nike, McDonald's, Gatorade. I don't know if he had Hanes. Some of the network execs that paid millions to to broadcast the NBA just to get a few Chicago Bulls games. Maybe he was told, hey, if you just go away now, I think that's going to be enough to just kind of sweep this under the rug, this whole gambling thing. Because they talked about it, I believe it was five and six, episodes five and six, where they talked about, you know, the NBA commissioner's office was getting was getting a lot of questions thrown their way about his gambling. You know, they talked about Jordan and his dad going to Atlantic City during the playoffs to go gamble and 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 make it make it midnight, 10 p.m., 2 a.m., whenever the fuck it is he got back to his hotel. Wouldn't a lot of you say when Beck, Odell Beckham Jr. was on a boat? I mean, I roasted his ass too. But you gave him shit. Right? What did you say when Tony Romo went to Cabo with his boys? I believe he took Jessica Simpson with him before a playoff game. Oh, but the whole Jordan thing, the whole Jordan going to Atlantic City, that's just him blowing off some steam. There's nothing wrong with that. Isn't that another indication? Like, why'd you have to go gamble? And in all the other places you could have gone to, I would have, I would have respected the fact that of, hey, we found a middle of nowhere town. Got a hotel under someone else's name. Had a couple pizzas and watch a movie. So two for him. I don't care. You ended up winning. I think a lot of the times in life we're 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 very much we will prioritize we will turn a blind eye to things that we don't want to admit that directly at the moment of criticizing, you realize it's self-criticism. So often we look at things and we prioritize them in a way to make ourselves feel better. Guilty of doing it myself. But... If you're gonna stand there and look at a Tony Romo because he went to Cabo, OBJ and the New York Giants because they were on a boat somewhere. I'm on a boat. Um, and so many other people doing so many other things. 
that Jordan going with his dad should have been a big deal. Now, as I go back to saying, I I know that there is more needed to be able to f- just fully say that Jordan was told to step down, was was suspended. If you want, if you want to use that word, I've used it before. Um, I've since then said eh, maybe he wasn't suspended, but he was probably told like, hey, you know what would be a good idea. Hey, Mike, get, check this out. Uh, you know, just how's it going? Oh, yeah, really? That's cool. Uh, oh, nothing here. You just got off the phone with my friend. Uh, he's a, an athletic uh, director for uh, the school district. One of the coaches, you know, is, is known to, like, gamble a little bit, and it's kind of bringing a lot of attention to the district and the schools. And uh, we just kind of told him, ah, it'd probably be a good idea if you kind of just step down. Go teach history or some bullshit. And, and, and stop, stop coaching for a quick second. Take the take the rest of the semester off, go through the summer, and we'll relocate you next year. Or 18 months. Oh, really? Did did you really tell him? Yeah, yeah, we told him that. Hmm. And you know, Michael, we were kind of thinking maybe you do the same. For those of you that don't know, look up Pete Rose. Is a black mark on baseball. It's a black mark on him. It's a black mark on the organizations he played for. The only thing is, is while Pete Rose is the all-time hits leader, he is in zero conversations as the greatest baseball player of all time. And if he's in zero conversations, he's in negative conversations as a transcendent above the game icon. I will, I don't even need to say that I'll admit to this, but I will say it. I will admit to Jordan is the icon that LeBron James will never be. And given the terrible death of all those lost, but that terrible death of Kobe Bryant, even that's not enough to reach that icon status that Michael Jordan is. Michael Jordan is still basketball. You're not seeing it. It's in the documentary, ESPN's telling you that Michael Jordan is still basketball. It's not LeBron. It's not Anthony Davis. It's not Giannis. It's not Zion Williams. And they keep saying Zion Williams could be as big as Michael Jordan. I seriously doubt that, and I hope I'm wrong. One thing on Zion Williams, I actually think shooting-wise, this early in his career was is far better than LeBron's. Now, I'm talking about not reaching the status of Jordan as an icon, not as a basketball player. I'm just talking about as an icon. I cannot debate someone else being a bigger icon. I now have to reach to other sports. I have to 
pull Tiger into the conversation as a bigger icon. I have to pull Muhammad Ali into the conversation as a bigger icon. But I can't, I can't do that. I, I can't talk. I can't talk about Jordan. The icon and tell you that there is no one out there like him. Babe Ruth. If, if you were to remove Babe Ruth and everything he accomplished and he still became the icon and you swap places with Pete Rose and, and Babe Ruth picked up the gambling part of the Pete Rose thing, baseball would probably be struggling today to get back on its feet. It would have needed Mark McGuire and Sammy Soso to hit 120 home runs apiece. But it's unfortunate that we can't find some of this information out. So one of the people, one of the people that might have known is dead. Stern, Dave Stern. So we can't ask him, nor would he say anything. I'm curious as to who even knows. MJ Stern? I'm probably the Bulls owner, maybe. The, the weird thing about it to me is that when is the last time you quit a job, you retired, and they said, we're still going to pay your salary? Not in, not, not in terms of a 401k, not in terms of any, any, uh, any uh, what do you call it, um, any of that stuff, Social Security or anything like that. They continue to give you an active... Employee salary. When was the last time you did that? When was the last time you quit somewhere and they continue to pay you as if you were clocking in still doing your normal 8 to 5, 40 hours a week, hour lunch? Not never. Not never. And by the way, on that conspiracy, which I don't believe in a lot of conspiracies, I, there's a handful that I've entertained, this being one of them. What owner or the organization that he ended up playing for in baseball? The same one that owns the Bulls. Oh, gee, will you look at that? How easy. He signed them to a double-A contract with no prior experience. Sure, he probably played as a kid. I don't even know if he played in high school. Who cares? None of that is experience. It is hard enough to hit a baseball at, at a single A level. It's hard enough to hit a baseball. let alone double-A, triple-A, and there's advanced forms of those two. And he goes straight to double-A off of what? And then the documentary says that he had to go there because that's a place to adequately um, be able to house the press. House the press for what? I thought he was taking baseball seriously. He should start off as single-A. The same league that the San Jose Giants play for, single A, 
Shout out to the San Jose Giants. Damn, I miss going there. You already get the chance to go. Go. Try their food. It's amazing. Good beer selection, too. Um, Most of the games are free if you stop by, like, a Trader Joe's or something like that. Shout out to Trader Joe's. I need to go get me some of that coffee that they have. Um, Where was I? Yeah, so so the same owner that owned the Bulls, by the way, paying some, still paying his NBA contract. I thought he retired. Oh, I felt like giving, and this is what he said. He said he felt like giving him the money because he felt like Jordan was underpaid the entire time. Hey, bro, how about you give him more money when you're signing, when you're creating the initial contract for him to play? Did you feel bad enough? How about Scottie Pippen? Are you still paying him? I sure hope so. You're still paying his salary as an NBA player. Dude, what the fuck? Come on, man. Get the fuck out of here with that. And decides, I'm going to retire and take baseball seriously. I want to now want a new challenge. And you're done in a year? That's it. All I obtained in school was a bachelor's degree from San Jose State. Shout out San Jose State Spartans, baby. I guess I'll uh, consider that. My attempt at getting a PhD then after after uh, after a bachelor's uh I'm done. But um I gave the PhD and the old college try. I I I don't know how else to put How his father was it was executed. I don't think you're randomly executed. You're randomly killed. Now, yeah, you probably heard a story where someone was randomly executed. Sure. But executed like that, man, that I don't think is random. And in that state, something like that is a 10-year sentence. Those guys are in there for life. Do you think Jordan has a stranglehold on our culture in this country, on basketball, and influence in his communities? Fuck yeah. Now, I wish you would do more to speak out against social justice and, I'm uh, sorry, social injustices. But hey, Republicans, they buy shoes too. I forgot who it was that got shot. Some young African-American somewhere. And he says something like, it's good for those people or that people. Shouldn't have his statement should have been more like, it's good for our people to move forward and do this and be more vocal. You're an influencer, dude. These people buy your shoes. These people get in fights. These people die to go buy your shoes. They get jacked. They get jumped. They get shot. They get stabbed. 
Meanwhile, you see players, and this is away from basketball, so I will compare. You'll see players like LeBron wearing I Can't Breathe shirts to protest. Is very vocal on Twitter. Has made uh, school tuition free for, for, uh, for his students, for his uh, school. And now I believe so long as they meet some uh, GPA requirement, there's a college out there that will provide them a college tuition free so long as they go through that program and they meet a certain GPA requirement. I'm not saying that ultimately his dad was killed because of him and his gambling problems. I am saying it's 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 don't just brush that one aside. Kind of think about that one. Think about him leaving basketball as well. Um the upsetting part about this documentary hasn't been any of that. To me it's been the way they've covered the other players. The way they covered Pippen. Literally everyone on the team, but Pippen. A lot of it has been like, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, Pippen did this or the team did that without him. Uh, moving on back to Jordan. Pippen took the Bulls to the Eastern Conference without without Jordan as he retired. He did a lot of great things, and it's literally a kind of something that they just came over. Oh, yeah, Pippen did that. Anyways, moving on, Jordan came back, and, uh, you know, he did this and that. And it's like, where? Hold on. <laughs> Aren't you talking about the Bulls? Just tell me you're talking about Jordan. You're talking about the Bulls, though. I think what Pippen and the Bulls did in those 18 months without Jordan Deserves almost its own two-part series. But I bet you one thing. They didn't have the balls to take that of Jordan and say, for two episodes, you're pretty much giving us your take on the rest of what the Bulls did without you. I promise you, I promise you that. Um, in, in that, um, in that season, that first season, Michael Jordan with, or sorry, Scotty Pippen's first season without MJ, uh, per stat muse averaged 22, nine and six. First time all NBA first team, nod. all-star, all-star game MVP, all, all defense led the Bulls. To 55 wins and one win away from the Eastern Conference Finals. And I'm sorry, that was a second, second round, not Eastern Conference. Second round um, playoff matchup versus the Knicks. It talked about um, 
Scotty Pippen's refusal. That they covered. That they definitely covered. Um, where Scotty Pippen refused to come into the game after Phil Jackson drew up the final play for Tony Kukoc. Scotty Pippen saying, uh, and I quote, uh, I felt like I was, an, it was an insult coming from Phil. I was the most dangerous guy on our team. So why are you asking me to take the ball out? If Jordan showed any disagreement with a play being drawn and he should take the last shot, I promise you he would have taken that last shot. Anytime he gave up the ball to Paxson or Kerr, it was his call. Ball was in his hands. Speaking of Kerr, they also talked about that Steve Kerr fight. And I like when they go like, oh, Jordan fought his teammates. Jordan picked on the smallest dude, Steve Kerr, and punched him. Notice how there's no stories of him punching Dennis Rodman. I would have loved to have seen that. In that standpoint, I respect Kobe more for fighting with Shaq. Getting at it with Reggie Millers of the world. Yeah, but not the Patrick Ewings, not the Charles Barkleys. Definitely didn't do that. Uh, What else? They talked about the 72 season. Um, I feel like they, they brushed on that. Like, it was pretty quick. I really would have wanted them to talk more about that. Um, BJ Armstrong was cool. Um, It was... He hit a game winner and just celebrated and Jordan took offense to that or something like that. I don't know. Uh, it wasn't really too important. Nothing that really caught my eye with that. Uh, 96 finals. Uh, they talked about um, Gary Payne and what Gary Payne had to say. It was kind of funny. That was actually pretty cool. Uh, where he said he a um, couple games in decided he was just going to kind of like go full speed the entire game on Jordan. And he felt like that was tiring Jordan out. And Jordan got a good laugh out of that. Uh, and, you know, he said he loves the glove. No issues there or whatever. Uh, Gary Payton was always uh, Gary Payton was always fun to see uh, play basketball. I enjoyed watching him uh, play throughout the years. Um, I guess except for the Bulls, <laughs> the, the Lakers, uh, the Lakers season where he was there. Um it was it was cool. It was a good it was a good uh documentary series, uh good episodes. Uh the final two come out this Sunday. Uh, and after that, man, what are we gonna talk about? This has been like a consistent um podcast series. Um this is the fourth one today, right, that I do on the Bulls, and then the next one will be the fifth, and that's it. Um I I'll have MMA to hold me over. There was oh, by the way, there was great uh there was a great fight night last night. Um, it was great prelims till the end. Uh, congrats on a successful second day. They had fights on Saturday. 
They had fights on Wednesday, yesterday, and they're having fights this Saturday again. The ones this Saturday will be on ESPN. Check them out. Uh, props to Dana White. Props to the UFC. Props to MMA as a whole for this. Uh, whether you're Bellator, one championship, uh, Combate America, which is terrible, um, and whoever else it is you're out there as, as an MMA a group, a community, culture, whatever it is, you want to consider yourself a huge success uh, for everyone involved. Uh, the first major sport in this country to come back. And the first two times we've seen live sports, they both have been MMA. They both have been the UFC. Uh, so go ahead and check that out. But um, back to this. Yeah, episodes uh, 9 and 10 will air on Sunday. Uh, we might do a live one then. Um, I've enjoyed this version better. Um, I did have a recording of the last time I did a podcast. Um, but um, I still need to play with the cameras a little more. Um, I got some some uh, some some new things coming um, for the way this podcast is going to be presented going forward. Um, I'm pretty excited for that. Um, I God, I wish that this... Uh, uh, coronavirus can go away for all of us and every single one of us um, to get back to some normalcy and be able to get some people in here and talk to them and get their stories. Um, I'm still trying to get um, a couple of different people on, a couple of different organizations on, um, and um, a new segment that I will be rolling out sometime this week, I think, or maybe uh, that might be next week, uh, Jimmy versus The Wall. Is what I'm calling it for now, or Jimmy takes on the wall, or something like that. Working title. Let me know what you think. Uh, I'm just gonna kind of kind of scroll through my um my wall, uh, my Facebook uh, page, my Instagram, Twitter, uh, maybe even some TikTok. Well, who knows? And just kind of comment on that. Uh, maybe make you know some humor in there. You know, um, and uh, maybe even provide some insight if I have any. Um, um, or look at things further that we might want to know about together. Uh, but that is it for now. Thank you for joining me for this episode of Jimmy Podcast World. And like always, man, uh, share. It's usually that little square with the arrow or the three dots, something that says share. Share this out, man. Get it out there. Uh, help me out. Um, as always, looking for feedback. As always, um, again, asking for you guys to share that. Um Get those likes going on Facebook. I am just a few shy of 100 likes. I'd like to get past that. Uh, it allows me to look at analytics on on, on, uh, on Facebook and so on. Uh, but thank you all for your support. Uh, thank you for those that share this out, that listen, um, and that always are looking to give me some constructive feedback. Um, look, this episode might have offended some of you, um, maybe less on the language use, but more on the honesty of Jordan. But that is what I feel. Uh, you're all going to get your shot anywhere between a month, two months from now. After you've listened to my series, you're going to get your shot. But for now, it's time to go. Give me sports. Give me tacos. Give me the world. The Jimmy Podcast World. Special thanks to Adam Levine.